So we want to remove all those barriers that is in the, on the ground so that you don't look at someone's disability, you look at someone's ability. Because uh, when you sit on the wheelchair, really, you will understand and you will never treat a person with who is using a wheelchair in your life because you will know how hard it is to wield a wheelchair. You will know the limitation that you have. And you will also understand that there are other things that you cannot do and other people can do better. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Farouk Musema is an inclusive sports coach for children with disabilities at the Gulu Disabled Persons Union. Farouk is a passionate sportsman and a social change maker in his community in northern Uganda. He's also passionate about sports and has set himself a goal to empower children and youth by running adaptive sports and literacy programs. Welcome to Stick Your Neck Out, the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. And welcome, Farouk. Farouk, you want to change the society's negative attitudes towards people with disability as well as building confidence in disabled children and promoting social inclusion both in schools and in the community. So, do you have a clear definition of inclusive sports or what would be the proper definition to not leave anybody behind or feel different? My clear definition is because I'm using uh, a concept of reverse inclusion, because when you want to achieve inclusion in the community, one of the most important things is that we have to understand how to include uh, people with disabilities in different aspects of games. That is the reason why people are using adaptive games, so that people with disabilities are included. But my concept of reverse inclusion is kind of different because we empower instead children with disabilities in schools so that they have the knowledge and they have the ability to take up responsibility to include their peers without disabilities in the games. That is where the concept of reverse inclusion comes in. I started an organization called Ability Sports because I saw that what we want is to see the ability of the child, not the disability. That is the reason why I started Ability Sports Africa. So what we do is we create activities in schools where our children with disabilities, they take that initiative and responsibility to engage their peers. So this helps them to build their confidence because they have something to engage their peers without disabilities in different games and sports in their schools, also in the community. So this creates the bond. It makes other peers without disability to understand that children with disabilities also, they are like them. And they are better when they show out their abilities because these adaptive games brings out the hidden ability of a child. So every child, let me say, for instance, when it comes to playing wheelchair basketball, what we do is that we encourage children without disabilities to also sit on the wheelchair and play together with those with disabilities. So with time, they will understand that their peers with disabilities, they play more better than them. So that is where it brings out the, their ability to show their colleagues that there is ability in disability. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I actually like the name you choose a lot since Ability Sports especially doesn't point out a handicap but focuses on the abilities someone has, even though not all of them are equal, but doesn't mean they are better or worse, strong or devil, as often categorized by the norm. 
Ability Sports Africa is a non-profit that uses adaptive sports as a platform for social inclusion, advocacy, and raising awareness on equal participation of children with and without disabilities within Uganda in sports and creative arts. How exactly are you going about in ASA? So actually, one of the things that we did at the beginning of our program is to empower our teachers and coaches in the community. Because what we have seen is that uh, most of the teachers or coaches in the community, they don't have any idea of inclusive sports. They don't have any idea of different adaptive games that exist in the community. So the first thing that we did was to train all the teachers in six inclusive schools in Gulu. Uh, we trained them on adaptive sports how to communicate with people with hearing impairment, that is sign language, and physical literacy. How? Because one of the most important things is physical literacy. Because in, in our concept of Ability Sports Africa, physical lit- literacy is more of the fundamental movement of a child. We, we check on whether is this child able to uh, wheel, is this child able to, to run or jump, hope. So this helps us to identify a game that suits this child best. That is one of the things we did. So our coaches and teachers in the schools are all aware of how to integrate or uh, include children with disabilities in their daily activities. Would you mind to tell us a bit more about ability sports in detail, how it is developed, how do you create the disciplines and so on? Ability Sports Africa started way back in 2018 when I was coaching deaf boys in football because I really love football. Uh, It was something that I really wanted to be. But uh, due to my body size and uh, the weight and everything, I did not get that opportunity to play. When I got discriminated just because of my body size, I just felt and related this to children with disabilities because uh, they are being left out when it comes to physical education in school, when it comes to games, they are being left out. So I, I saw it that this is a right opportunity for me also to stand up. So when I started uh, Ability Sports in 2018, I became lucky when Arsenal Football Club recognized my sporting program in the community. I was uh, among 25 coaches are uh, impacting life using sports in the community in Africa. So uh, it, it motivated me and this made me to also apply to Kantari to add more knowledge on how I can run my social venture. So when I did this, I started my work on the ground by uh, what I've uh, already uh, stated by training the teachers and the coaches on uh, different adaptive games in physical literacy and uh, creative arts. Because the reason why we bring creative arts is because not all children with disabilities can play. So others can be good in singing, others can be good in dancing. That is where they can bring out their ability. So we are using all sports and creative arts. That sounds great. What is the vision you have? Where do you want to go next? Yes, uh, my vision is I want to see that uh, we have uh, community, a world that uh, there's no differences. I don't believe in having uh, Paralympic Games where people with disabilities, because that one only we are showing segregation in the community, we are showing discrimination. Because uh, I remember Oscar Pistorius of, uh, of South Africa, he wanted to run uh, among people without disabilities, but they refused because he's using the plate. It is an institutional kind of uh, discrimination. What I want to see is that Sports are now being played with everyone. As long as you have the ability and there's something that can enhance you 
to participate fully. It is what I want to see, where everyone is equal, regardless of your disability, your gender, your age, and everything. And uh, that's a nice dream. Due to many years of civil war, the rate of disability is very high in your country. Farouk, when you were seven in 1997, there was a civil war in Uganda. What do you remember from your life back then? And will you agree to share a little about your personal experience? Yes, yes. Really, my life uh, when I was a kid uh, was not easy because uh, I was among thousands of children who were sleeping under verandas just for safety. We did not experience what peace was by then. Every time you hear gunshots, so we are wondering, is this the kind of life we have to live for the rest of our life? When sports was introduced in uh, by one of the organizations in our uh, school, children started uh, engaging in different games. What we used to do at home uh, was playing this kind of, uh, you are the rebel group, we are the soldiers. We just play those kind of games because it is what we have been seeing. And most of the children were admiring a lot about uh Actually, I admired being a soldier because I could see they are smart, they are carrying guns. So all this was all in our mind. But uh, sports changed me completely because when I started playing football, it was something that could relieve me from the stress. It was something that brings me together with my friends because it, it is a team game. So it really changed me. Yeah, in 2000, uh, when... They introduced a, a national program for sports competition. I was selected. That is where by now I was dropped because I was a very tiny boy. So they saw like I don't have the body build, uh, the height, the weight. I remember that when we were stigmatizing our brothers with disabilities, we were leaving them. We could go for games. We just leave them. They, some even wanted to play, but... Uh, we could not allow them because we say, ah, for you are disabled, you are different from us. Because other children do not even realize that they are disabled unless until when their peers tell them that you, you are different from us. So uh, everything changed. When I was dropped out of the team, I became depressed. I even left football. I had that passion of becoming someone that will help Uh, support people with disabilities. That is when I studied uh, the social worker in disability area. So mm -hmm. that is when I started working with children with disabilities and I, I used my passion of sports to ensure that I can achieve something because people look at sports as something mostly for joy. But for me, I look at sports as something that can change the community, can bring the community together can create that social change because people will look at the ability of every child with disability in the community. Thank you, Farouk. You tried once wheelchair basketball because you wanted to understand the beauty of inclusive sports, even though you can walk. How does it feel to play in a wheelchair? When I was introduced by one of my friends, a childhood friend who got amputated because of landmine, uh, he introduced me to wheelchair basketball. At first, I felt, I said, ah, how can I play wheelchair basketball? How can I sit on this wheelchair? Because one of the problems and the myths in the community is sitting on the wheelchair. You will also become disabled. So when I sat for the first time, it was really hard to wheel, to roll it, even balancing with the ball. Because they could give you the ball, you, you receive it, you have to again uh, also wheel all together. So it was really, really hard for me to do all those tasks. 
at once. But my friends with disabilities were very fast. I really felt disabled completely because I could not do anything. <laughs> it was really hard for me for the first time. This one really changed me. That's why I had to see, okay, this, this is where I can bring my reverse inclusion. And that is where I started understanding that why don't I empower now the people with disabilities to take up now the initiative to involve people, to also experience how it's like to sit on a wheelchair. Because uh, when you sit on the wheelchair, really, you will understand and you will never treat a person with who is using a wheelchair in your life because you will know how hard it is to wield a wheelchair. You will know the limitation that you have. And you will also understand that there are other things that you cannot do and other people can do better, regardless of their disability. In Uganda, like unfortunately in most countries all over the world, Children and teenagers, generally people with disabilities, are usually not given the opportunities to fully engage in sports and other activities. What is your answer to this unjust treatment? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that one has been happening. People look at it as it is more of uh, deep in our culture because people don't really like associating with people with disabilities. Because at Gulu Disabled Persons Union, the center, We, we created a sports kind of center for youths. It was open for everyone, but mostly you find we could call uh, young, young children to come. They say, no, no, this is a center for people with disabilities. We cannot come, we will be disabled. So it is still something that we are trying to ensure that we change people's mindset so that they can really understand that anytime you're a candidate to become a disabled person, Because you can, you you feel like today you're okay. Tomorrow you get an accident, you are amputated, you become disabled. So we are making sure that everyone understands that people with disabilities do not do not choose to become disabled. So it is something that has just happened in nature or biologically. And how is Ability Sports Africa influencing your hometown exactly? So we are currently training girls uh, with hearing impairment in basketball and also boys with hearing impairment in football. Uh, actually, we called one of the clubs in Gulu uh, for basketball. Uh, what they thought was uh, that uh, they are going to play the boys' basketball team for the deaf. So when they came, they because they felt like they are uh, untouchable, they are very strong, they have the, the grills and everything. So they reached the, our center, they found... Uh, 14 wheelchairs. They were asking, what, what, what is going to happen? What kind of game are we going to play? I said, yeah, we are going to test what reverse inclusion is. So uh, our boys with uh, physical disabilities, uh, they jump onto, onto the wheelchair. Uh, we also asked the team, we told them, okay, we want you to experience how it's like to play on wheelchair. How, how will you feel? Because you, you say you have all the skills and there's no different. You have the high advantage because you have all your limbs, your legs are there, you have the energy and everything. So let's try this game. It was really hard because uh, these guys could not even uh, win. They are not even fast. Uh, we had to win them more points for the on, on only two. So that is whereby at the end of the game, really they felt that uh, I didn't know that Willing just a wheelchair is not easy in their life. Yeah. And it has really changed them because really some even were having tears in their eyes because they could not believe that 
playing on a wheelchair is a, a big task for them. Again, it is something for them to learn. And uh, we are having a program that we are going to put uh, by next year. It is called the Challenge Cup, and it will be running in Kulu, where we give opportunity for people uh, without disabilities to play disability games together. Cool. Have you tried any other sports discipline focusing on what is perceived as a disability? Yes, yes. We have uh, actually, we do all the adaptive games. We have gold ball. Gold ball also, we encourage people who are sighted to play. We blindfold them. It is a game for the blind people. We blindfold the sighted people and they play. Uh, a team has three participants so three from one side three from the other side so the ball has the ball is kind of uh, unique it has a sound it has a bell inside so mm -hmm. it helps somebody's sense sense of hearing you will gain that sense of hearing because when they roll the ball you have to listen to where where is the ball coming uh, so what you listen to is the sound where is this sound coming so that is one of the game and also we have a uh, showdown showdown is also It is like a brother of table tennis, but it is for the blind people. And that is also what we are also, it is more of an indoor game. So it, you have a bat and also the ball has a sound in it. Everyone can play. And that is what we encourage. I also do play with, uh, with the blind people. Uh, we, I also encourage other people to play and they enjoy it really. It is really a nice game. Also, we have a, a game called uh, Bossia Game. Bossia game is just a, a ball to help children mostly. We use uh, we use locally available uh, material to make this ball because it is expensive. We make with, uh, with socks, beans inside, so that a child with uh, cerebral palsy, that kind of uh, static movement, it helps those children because it is about rolling the ball. And there's a center ball in the middle, which is called a jack ball. So a child rolls the ball, uh, the ball which is nearest to the jack It is the winner. So that the, the game can be played by every child, everyone. So it is more of a team game. That game it creates that uh, inclusion in school. It creates that uh, uniformity. And other small, small games that we adapt to ensure that children with different disabilities can play. That is the reason why we ensure that we assess a child using the physical literacy assessment, where we check on a child's ability to run, to jump, to hop, catch, grab. So when you know that a child is good in throwing, it means the child can play bossier game, can play uh, wheelchair basketball, can play sitting volleyball, because sitting volleyball is also one of the games that we adapted. So it is mostly for children who, who, who are physically disabled and those who, who are not also disabled. So the ball, you sit down on the floor and uh, you play. We have almost adapted all the games that the mainstream sport has so that our children and others without disabilities can play freely together without any limitation. That's awesome. What are the challenges Ability Sports Africa is facing in your community? One of the challenges we are fighting is the attitude of the people towards persons with disabilities, the stigma and the discrimination. So we want to remove all those barriers that is on the ground so that you don't look at someone's disability, you look at someone's ability. In 2018, we introduced uh, wheelchair racing. Uh, it is an individual racing program. So uh, we engage a number of uh, persons with disabilities to participate in, in the national competition. And the good thing is that all the winners are from Gulu, 
uh, my area because we, we have been engaging them in wheelchair basketball. So when it came to racing, it was not something very hard for them. And this has really changed them. It has really changed them completely. Some even have opted to join politics because now they have gained their self-esteem. People look at them. They don't look at their disability. They look at what they can do best in the community. And that is what we want to see. We want to see a community where no one looks at anyone's disability because all of us, we have a disability. Because someone can fly, I cannot fly. I can run very fast, you cannot run very fast. It means you have that disability. You, you don't have that ability to run fast. So we want everyone to understand it is not about physical seeing of someone and you say, ah, this person cannot do anything. And this will translate to the social uh, kind of interaction in the community. It will translate on the employment areas because now people will understand that being disabled is just something that is normal. Everyone can be disabled. So it will change the, the way the community live and it will change the way uh, people with disabilities and it will increase their economic status because now they will start being employed, they will start their own businesses and people will now not uh, shy away from uh, joining them in their businesses or supporting them or buying from them. So all this will change. Ability Sports Africa uses the so-called reverse inclusion. What is the exact meaning of reverse inclusion and how do you see it? In our community, people define inclusion when uh, we people without disabilities, including people with disabilities in different activities or ensuring that the environment is safer for persons with disabilities. But with reverse inclusion, it is when we empower our children with disabilities, children and youths with disabilities, to take up their initiative to engage we with the so-called uh, the normal people, because we say we are normal. Uh, yeah. So they engage us in their activities. So it means we don't have the knowledge. We'll go to them. They will show us, okay, this is what we want you to do. This is what. So it creates that leadership in our children. It creates that confidence because they feel they have something that others they don't have. So it builds their uh, confidence and the dignity they deserve in their community. So that is what uh, reverse inclusion is all about. Are there any success stories? Yeah, actually, we have a success story. Currently, our team in Gulu is the current uh, Ugandan team. They are the one who represents whenever we are playing basketball, wheelchair basketball. They are the one who represents the country. Uh, last, uh, last year, we went and played in, uh, in Kenya uh, in a tournament. Uh, we did not do so, so good because of our wheelchairs. They are not uh, so that uh, in that class because uh, we are using the older type of wheelchairs. But uh, we managed to be uh, a runner-up uh, in that tournament. And also this February, this year, uh, four of our players went for wheelchair racing. Uh, two went for wheelchair racing and, and two went for uh, athletics, uh, those with physical disabilities. And all of them, uh, they went to Morocco and all of them came with uh, three, almost all, all the discipline they, they played, they had gold medals. And it is something that uh, really changed the way people look at sports in Uganda and even in Gulu. Because the whole community, they gathered together to welcome them, to welcome their, uh, their people back with these uh, medals. So this has really changed and everyone is getting 
eager to play these different games because they want also to be like their colleagues who have already achieved, they have already traveled. There's one of our players who is called Ochera Richard. He also he was the first African uh, wheelchair racer who went to who came to Germany 2018. So it is something that we are really moving, but slowly. We know our financial constraint is there, but we are doing it with our person. The small resources we have, we put, we ensure that to ensure that we move on, and uh, it will reach a time where we'll have uh, great ambassadors who have achieved really from this program to help their colleagues uh, also to play these games and also change their lives and also in create the inclusion we need in our community. Thank you, Fadu, for your time. An inclusive community where children and youth with and without disabilities are fully included in physical literacy and mental health development, adaptive sports and social inclusion. That's the vision of Ability Sports Africa. I guess today, Farouk Musema and the ASA team are looking forward to your comments, feedback and support of any form. So if you want to catch up and follow their work, go to abilitysportsafrica.org. You'll find the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcast. And if you subscribe, you don't have to look out for us. We'll be coming to you. It will be awesome if you'd like to tell us about your frontline hero. Come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona, and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. But more important, I hope you join us again next week. Stick Your Neck Out, the weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation.